Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to the Unknown History Podcast. I'm your host, Giles Milton, author of Checkmate in Berlin. This is episode 95, titled Sleeping with the Enemy. It's an exclusive segment from a new history audiobook I think you'll love from our friends at Macmillan Audio. Berlin was in ruins when the Americans and British entered the city, with much of the centre a charred and desolate wasteland. Yet makeshift bars and clubs sprung up within days of the arrival of the Allied troops. Roxy's, Bobby's, Shea Ronnie, Rio Rita, the Embassy, the Royal, the Blue White and Femina. Within weeks, these clubs were attracting brisk business. In all of them, noted one British officer, the drinks were expensive and the girls cheap. And herein lay a big headache for army authorities, both American and British. The extent of the problem was revealed by Wilfred Byford Jones, a young British intelligence officer who'd only recently arrived in Berlin. He took himself off to Shea Ronnie's and was astonished by what he found. One blinked upon entering after seeing the heaps of rubble, the jagged ruins against the sky and the hundreds of homeless people. The bar had a jazz band, dance floor and an army of snappily dressed waiters. It was also equipped with starched tablecloths and newly upholstered chairs. But the real draw of the place was the abundance of young German women. Byford Jones knew that fraternisation was forbidden. Allied soldiers were prohibited from talking to Berliners and most certainly banned from flirting with them. This latter offence carried the hefty fine of $65, a sum that led to the propositioning of Berlin girls becoming known as the $65 question. Do you know German women have been trained to seduce you? read an army pamphlet issued to Allied troops. Is it worth the knife in the back? The soldiers in Cheyronis ignored such warnings, just as they ignored the ban on fraternisation. Copulation without conversation is not fraternisation, they quipped. Byford Jones learned several new expressions that night, all coined by the Americans. A frat was a German girlfriend, while to go fratting was to pursue available women. A frat sandwich was an army-issued corned beef sandwich, appetising enough to lure many a half-starved Fraulein into bed. One British lieutenant contended that corned beef was more precious than diamonds to the Germans, as were chocolate, cigarettes and nylons, all available to Allied soldiers in almost limitless quantities. It made them lords of all they surveyed. A night with a German girl cost five cigarettes. Twenty-five packets purchased a state-of-the-art Leica camera. The ensuing breakdown in morality threatened to undermine everything that the British commander Brigadier Hind had sought to achieve. He was prepared to turn a blind eye to overindulgence in the officer's mess and accepted that hijinks were part and parcel of army life. 
but he expected his hand-picked team to deploy a stiff resolve when exposed to the temptations of the flesh. He was to be sorely disappointed to learn of the scenes taking place in Shea Ronnie's, where British and Americans alike were behaving with complete disregard for the rules. One GI gave an exuberant account of his exploits, beginning with a blast against the army authorities. Somehow or other, we'd been led to believe that a German girl was fat and ugly with fang teeth who beat her fist on Mein Kampf and shouted, Heil Hitler, I'm a Nazi! Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The truth was so very different. When we came up against our first 19-year-old Ryan Lamblonde with blue eyes, pink cheeks, plaits, and very desirable, we were just clean bowled over. No one could help it, biology being what it was. Another American said the troops deserved unlimited sex after having fought their way from Normandy to Berlin. The girls were pretty and they didn't wear much, just light-coloured summer frocks, and we'd been living through hell, living hard in the open. Yes, it wasn't long before army division was worn out. British soldiers recounted similar stories. Here you got girls competing for you, bragged one young lad. Struth, you could have a dozen if you wanted, and I don't mean prostitutes. He described Berlin as a sexual paradise, but Wilfred Byford-Jones detected a more disturbing story beneath the banter. These girls will take any treatment and they treat you like a king, whispered one soldier. Doesn't matter if you keep them waiting half an hour. They're thankful for little things, a bar of chocolate or a few fags. It's like giving these girls the moon. Lieutenant Byford-Jones felt sorry for the women of Berlin, yet not all were selling their bodies out of necessity. Some were happy to find themselves in the arms of a soldier who brought frivolity and optimism to a city devoid of both. Berlin was also devoid of eligible German men. In the Lichterfeld district, population 15,000, there were only 81 German males between ages 16 and 21. In Tempelhof, there was just one man for every 10 young women, and most were in a state of decrepitude, having returned to Berlin from the battlefront on foot. They shamble around like walking ruins, wrote Ruth Andreas Friedrich in her diary, limbless, invalid, ill, deserted and lost. Many had been left disabled by the war. Sometimes all that's left is the trunk. Amputated up to their hips, they sit on an old box supported by wheels. The downside to all the womanising soon became apparent. Syphilis and clap all over the place, whispered one anxious serviceman. That's why a guy's got to be careful. Another added that the Red Army rapes had bequeathed a nasty surprise on young women already traumatised by abuse, 
a particularly virulent type of Asiatic syphilis, which was rather unpleasant because you tended to swell up. It was like elephantiasis. All your joints and limbs and face and everything swelled up. Venereal disease, or VD, was joshingly referred to as Veronica Dankeschön by the young Allied soldiers. But they knew it was no joke. The worst afflicted ended up looking like the bloated Michelin man and required lengthy and uncomfortable treatment. That same officer told Byford Jones that Russian syphilis was a serious condition and very different from the normal American blob-on-your-knob kind of stuff. Soldiers were also using Berlin's burgeoning black market to make serious amounts of cash, buying and selling illicit goods with German civilians and Soviet troops. It was so easy to make money from cigarettes, the city's most sought-after currency, because they were far more valuable than the debased German mark. British troops were issued 50 cigarettes a week and could buy a further 200 at duty-free prices. They could also buy cheap chocolate and soap. These commodities were then used to purchase sex, Leica cameras, antiques, paintings, tapestries, mice and china and German marks. These were then exchanged for sterling or dollars at the favourable army exchange rate, delivering an instant profit. People were going home on leave and cashing huge amounts of cash into English money, said the young sergeant James Chambers. It was the same for American troops, many of whom sold their watches to Soviet soldiers for vastly inflated prices. Within four months of arriving in Berlin, US soldiers had sent home $11 million more than they'd received in pay. Wilfred Byford Jones investigated the dealers engaged in trading antiques and uncovered a disturbing tale of exploitation and profit. The Americans are our best customers, said one dealer, far better than the Russians. The Russian prefers modern things like bicycles, telescopes, radio sets. The Americans buy, on average, according to what we've computed, over one million marks worth of antiques every week in Berlin alone. They paid in food, cigarettes or alcohol, with cigarettes being the currency of choice. Before long, Berlin had become a criminal's paradise with a full functioning criminal underworld. It was exciting, it was profitable, it was rewarding, but it was also extremely dangerous. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?